Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number 61 of Five Star Potential, a weekly football manager podcast brought to you by WeStream FM. On this week's podcast, we have the absolute pleasure of being joined by Curtis Morton from SI. Marvellous stuff. Uh, but first of all, I better introduce you all to my co-hosts, Mr. Kurt Dizzle. Hello and welcome. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Welcome back, Mr. Teach. Evening. Evening. Uh, David Azopardi. Kurt, he still looks upset from missing out last weekend, I reckon. Oh, I thought... <laughs> for, are you I'm, for real? Shots <laughs> fired. It's like, well, 30 seconds, 30 seconds we've been going. Here we go. I mean, there's not enough salt left in the sea. And hey. Joseph, hello. It's great to be back as always. Yes, there we go. And for the first time ever, hello Curtis, how are you? Hello, hello, I'm really good. Thank you so much for having me on. It's oh, uh, Thank you for joining us. Fun. Thank you. Right. Okay. We're we're not having save updates. We know the beta has now dropped. Everyone is sort of knee deep in investigating all of the new features. So we're just going to jump straight in. For our, we're going to have a sort of a, a Q and A this week with with Curtis as he's uh, given his time pretty much just as he's about to have some time off, well earned time off. Um, so we might as well just get straight into it. Uh, really. First of all, how has your last week been? I guess with. Uh, with beta coming in, how how has it been compared to some maybe like last year, or e- even sort of when you've not been doing this? Obviously, normally you probably would have been in your pants or something, not having to get up till twelve. But this something like that, yeah, something like that. I mean, it's <laughs> it, it's been it's been crazy this year. Um, obviously, I, I joined SI last year around September, so I was here for for beta launch last year, and it was crazy last year. But this year has just been absolutely nuts. The uh, the support this year has been absolutely amazing, which is obviously great to see. I think Miles put out a bunch of stats today. It's the most successful beta launch we've had, most users playing on the beta on day one. So it's amazing to see all that stuff. But it's just like there's very few bug reports this year. Just great to see everyone's really enjoying the game. So um, it's been it's been great fun, but also a lot of work. I had so much fun teasing everyone before we put the beta live. Some of the tweets we were able to uh, to get out, we were really stringing people along this week. But when we finally were able to uh, get get the go ahead, everyone went crazy, which is obviously good to see. So you you've touched on sort of how last year was not quite as mental as this year. What do you think is different about this year in comparison to last year? Why do you think it has gone? so mental uh, i think i think there's a, a number of of reasons this year obviously there's some really exciting features this year the tactics and training i think particularly with the the hardcore fans the type of people that would be jumping in day one with a beta you've got tactics and training which is just huge to to you guys and to myself and to anyone that's a huge fan of the game um it's something that people couldn't wait to get stuck into um, but also there was, I feel like we've been really active on social this year. There's a lot of community stuff going on. Obviously, we had some of you guys down last weekend for the capture event. Sorry, Curti. And, oh. uh, and, and some so other, so other stuff too. The live streams, the features. Um, I feel, I feel like it, it's been a, an exciting, exciting, uh, exciting couple of weeks. And I think everyone was just so excited to get going this year. They, they've seen the hype behind the game. So... It, uh, it was good to, good to kick it off. Genuinely, like the buzz this year on Twitter. I mean, those like I would say the three days up until until the beta released. I've not seen FM Twitter like it. I mean, like you said a moment ago, the, the way you guys were 
dare we say baity with the tweets and but it's not just you along with everybody everybody was baiting everyone but it caused such a a i want to say a positive stir of interest like there was some people going oh no i can't believe you've baited like this but i think in general everyone was taking it on board and 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 throwing in their two pennies worth but i do want to ask with the with regards to obviously the socials that you play a big part of yourself was that sort of, you know, was that the plan? Was the plan to sort of like really, really have fun with it or did it evolve into that? Was that never the plan and it sort of moved into it? Or, you know, where did where was the direction from that? Was it a case, was it like last minute? I tell you what, we can we can play this a little bit as, as it were. No, I mean, so I'm not sure if you remember last year um, for the beta announce, I came up with the idea of having the asset of the manager man looking at his watch and then coming back down and tried, tried to just play it up and make it a bit of fun. And that was something we, we really wanted to do again this year because obviously we don't know exactly when the beta is going to launch. Any Much different to you guys. Like We know a few hours before essentially and we've then just got to get everything in place ready to go. So um, we, we knew vaguely when it was going to be. We'd said all along we were aiming for Friday and we, we were aiming for Friday. Any before was a bonus, but we uh, it's good to have a bit of fun with it and create a bit of uh, create a bit of buzz. Uh, what what is the process for the for launching the beta like what at what point do you go right yeah we're ready and then who you know obviously presumably miles makes that call but what's the process so we get the game in a state that we're happy with um we get a final a build that we're happy with we we go into code lock miles plays the game a bunch of the qa guys play the game everyone makes sure it's it's still hitting the the level of stability that we're happy with. And then once we're happy, get on the phone to Steam, push the button, and you guys get the beta. So, yeah. So I, but I also assume as much as you guys must have been absolutely mental over the past couple of weeks getting it in readiness for the beta, that can't stop because obviously the next couple of weeks are probably more important again because this is where you're getting huge load onto the game. You've got so many more effectively testers that's what we are you know we've been talking about it a lot and, and ensuring people are reporting bugs and i know that a lot of us guys here are referencing people do that and try and treat it for what it is but of course that in its own right must bring around not necessarily a lot more work i'm not saying that everybody else is going to find stuff you guys didn't know was there but of course it's just being thrown at you constantly in a positive way because that's what you want um but of course i'm i'm assuming you know, the next couple of weeks, are you, are you looking at a busier period or are you thinking, do you know what, we're pretty happy, like we should be like 99% of the way there and not that the next couple of weeks will be easy, but you'll be like, yeah, you know, it'll be it'll be much calmer, you know. Um, it's, it's an interesting one. So um, typically you'd have your big release and sometimes we kind of treat beta as a big release, but in terms of the, the QA side and just to explain, it's quality assurance, that's the, we have a lot of QA testers in the office, um, tons and tons of guys con constantly working on it but um yeah so the, the next two weeks until november 2nd is still going to be absolutely insanely busy um all the forums will be full of of any bug reports that's where we direct everyone and we've basically got a team of people that that digest those bug reports try and turn them into things for coders to look at for people to try and fix to recreate it in a different settings so we know if it's a hardware issue if it's a game issue and obviously do our best to get it fixed then when we have the 19.1 release for the 2nd of november that everything is is how it should be so it, it's very it's gonna be very very busy over the next couple of weeks still um 
but yeah, I, th I think the guys are going to have a couple of drinks on, on Friday night to celebrate celebrate the beta release nonetheless. Alright, I'd assume we're going to uh, go back to talking about the game, but let's go back to last year, obviously when you got the job. How long of a process was this? Did you get approached? Did you apply for it? What made you sort of go for the job? Just every, how it's all started, really. I haven't actually talked publicly about this one before, so it's a little little first go. for you Exclusives. guys. Um, obviously, some of you may know I was a YouTuber beforehand. Um, I was I was pretty happy with my YouTube channel. I was like, I had my best three months ever before I started at SI, and uh, I just I also had that kind of feeling where I also wanted to to get a a real job in air quotes and kind of wanted to to get out there and be be working with people, but it needed to be the right thing and. Being a massive FM super fan, I saw the role of social media manager pop up. Actually on LinkedIn, I was just randomly on there one day, saw it pop up, uh, interviewed for it, and then eventually got through through the process. It took took a little while. I was actually uh, in Dublin when the original interview process was going on, so that, that didn't make it all uh, did make it a bit awkward. But um, no, I, I eventually eventually got in. Like I said, I start. I think I applied around mid. July and started mid-September so it was quite quite a long process so uh, did you take the like did someone leave the company because I know a lot of people have sort of changed roles got promotions and so on so did you just take the role of someone that had sort of gone into a higher role yeah so um Alan um used to do my job I think some some people would be aware of him. I think he's done yeah. a podcast or two before but he's he's moved up into a different position he basically went back to to Union did like a master's over the last few years and he's moved into a different role uh, within our marketing department now. Um, so essentially that role freed up and uh, I moved into the social media manager role. And, and does he sort of almost uh, tutor you almost on, on some things, especially when you first start, you know, you're getting into a role of social media manager straight away, you're going to obviously need some, some help to kick off anyway. It's not tutoring mentoring. anymore, Dave, it's mentoring. Oh, come on. on. <laughs> Get your references on point, son. And and now it, you mentor as groups, don't you? So um, everyone everyone had a hand in helping me out. But no, it was it was very very useful to have to have Alan there. Obviously, when I started, because uh, it was a bit of a, a different landscape for me. It's not um, everything I was entirely used to. So obviously, Alan having Alan around was was a nice asset. Yeah. Has now sort of <clears throat> working on the game changed your relationship with it? Do you approach things differently? Obviously, because you have. The knowledge of the inner workings and everything. Um, that's an interesting one. I, it's 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 interesting because I obviously I get to speak to the people who who craft it every day and and the guys behind the match team. I know what's working at the moment, and I also see so much content coming in from from you guys, from fan sites, from bloggers, from, from everyone really. So I I'm seeing what's working for everyone. I'm, I, ha I have this this view where I'm kind of in the little bubble of FM where it's it's all I see is FM. Um, but I try not to take too much of it on board. I don't know if that if that might sound a little bit it's a little bit silly, but I, I still try and play the game the way I used to. Like if, if I hear someone in the kitchen talking about this is working on the match engine, I don't run back to my desk and, and try that tactic out and stuff like that. I try to to still try and play the game my own way. So so not so much, but sometimes you, you can't help but be influenced by, by what you're hearing. So how much of a sort of say do you think you have in things personally? Because I know when you sort of first came on board, I believe it was said last year that sort of you 
put together the idea almost of the creators cup or something similar to that so do you have to push through and go through loads of boundaries to get anything like that passed or do you sort of have to speak with miles about it directly or do you have to speak to other people about it or how does anything like that work so in terms of of stuff that i work on so so social and community and stuff like that will will come well if it's social community i'll come up with an idea i'll pitch it to the head of comms and then pitch it to miles head of communications and then pitch pitch it to miles and and if everyone's happy with it then then it goes ahead it's they're they're fantastic at si and that if you've got a good good idea and good reasoning behind it they're not gonna not gonna stop you so um it's pretty lucky to have that that chance yeah so aside from obviously the mental two weeks you've just had what does a normal day as a social media manager look like for you well it so it it was a bit difficult during like the the summer this year so when i first joined i had a social media assistant he left in uh, March because he, he moved away and I had about three months without an assistant and that was just ridiculous. It meant every day we're going through app store reviews, we're going through tweets and stuff like that. So we, now that I've got an assistant, it's, it's hard to kind of tell you exactly because the roles kind of blur between the two. So um, let's say we get in, get in in the morning, we talk about what we're doing for the day, if there's any content we got that we're pushing, any assets that need to be created. Um, we used to make quite a lot of the assets ourselves on the social team, but we've now got a graphics designer, so um, they'll help out with a lot of our social assets. Um, obviously, the YouTube channel, I'm basically producer of the content on the YouTube channel. So if we're making an FM show, I'll discuss an idea with, with Tom, my co-host. We'll shoot it, I'll edit it, I'll upload it, I'll do everything for that, whilst also we got social stuff in the background. So it's hard to kind of say it a day to day. This time of year, obviously, it's absolutely crazy. But we've got obviously replying to all the tweets. We're coming up with tweet ideas, YouTube content, uh, community stuff. So obviously trying to trying to stay close to you guys, chat to you guys, planning events. So it's um, there's a lot of different lot of different monikers to it. And it's hard to kind of say what a day looks like. But yeah. I can't help but feel there's there's definitely been a positive influence since your your uh, your position in the job. You know, since you, you since you took up the role in it. You know, over the course of the past twelve months, a little over twelve months, you know, the the connection with the community has grown and and hopefully continues to do so. You know, in 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 the time that comes, and I think that's definitely something that's been viewed very positively, um, especially more so over the over the past few days. We're seeing more and more of. There is genuinely been, and I'm sure you've seen it yourself. There's been shout-outs to yourself on Twitter by fan, you know, by players of the game, fans of the game, saying, you know, uh, cracking work, keep up the good work, and that must be quite. <clears throat> as being the social media guy, it must be at times faceless, and I know it's different now because you guys will do the FM show and you do, but it must be quite nice to get that 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 little bit of praise and maybe sit back to yourself and think, do you know what I am creating and building this bridge to the community you know and, and getting to know the guys a bit more you know that must be relatively re rewarding in a position like yours where ordinarily you know you're you're sat behind a keyboard you're working away um you know how do you you know how how do you 
take that and then push forward going on to say the next 12 months because as I say for me it's definitely been an upward curve in the past 12 months it's just carried up and up and up and how do you how do you take that great start and then like continue it on well firstly thank you very much it's really nice of you to say mm. um I also want to say as well just before I answer that that um there was a conscious effort in the hiring process that um it wasn't it, it wasn't an accident that they chose me for the role there was a clear um plan that they wanted somebody that came from a content creation background they wanted someone that would kind of had experience um on your side so i think a, a lot of credit needs to go to to the guys above me because they obviously saw um that something that was important to try and try and bridge the gap and, and get closer to you guys obviously um so credit goes to them as well and yeah, so definitely for them. But no, I mean, it's it's hard when you're in a um, a studio where you peak once a year with a with a major game title. You spend the year looking forward to that. Essentially, you have your your budget to spend there, and you have your marketing budget. Obviously, we we do stuff that that will last year round, but the spikes spikes come now. So a lot of it is preparing and, and getting yourself ahead. Obviously, we had a rebrand this year, which took up a, a lot of time for. For us earlier on in the year, we had the launch of FMDB, we had the launch of FM on Switch. So um, you have the major peak with the release of the game each year, but then we've also got every every point we're trying to hit throughout the year. So it's it's hard and it's almost impossible to maintain that that spike because you, you just can't maintain a spike on a, on a yearly release. But um, obviously, we'll we're trying our best to to particularly stay close to you guys and have events as often as possible. So since uh, joining Football Manager Sports Interactive, what's your, if you could sort of single it down to one memory almost that has been like your favourite thing that's happened or the best thing that's happened? Because I remember last year you said to me that I think you'd just gone to an event or something and like you're by the elevators and like Sir Alex Ferguson's just stood next to you or something. Like what else, what else has sort of stood out in your mind that has sort of come from Sports Interactive almost? <laughs> that is a really good question. We, we are lucky in in the, the charity work we do, we work with a lot of amazing, amazing people. And and we work with this fantastic charity called Nordoff Robbins and they hold an annual event. And that's that's the one you were talking about. We were there a few weeks ago again as well. And it's just amazing to be in a room with, with all these ridiculous footballers. But then also, I think we raised like 502 grand on the night. Yes. And FM are like a, a headline sponsor for that. And it's um, it's it's amazing to be part of stuff like that. But um, in terms of one, one point, there's there's quite a lot of things. I mean, the Creators Cup for me last year was was the first the first project that I kind of worked on start to finish. It was it was actually something I I pitched in my interview to when when taking the the when I'm interviewing for the job. Um, so that that was quite cool to kind of when that finished and look around and be like, wow, this is actually pretty crazy. My my first like actual impact here. Um, but I there's there's way too many things, honestly, to 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 nail one. You should have asked me that earlier, Dave, so I could prepare. Sorry, that's my fault. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> only kidding. <laughs> so I guess we should probably move back onto the game, really. Um, what yeah, is your... stop talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your sort of favourite feature from the game this year? Oh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Um. I mean, they're all good ones. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> nah, 
I mean, this year it's it's a tough one because obviously we've we've seen overhauls to two two key parts of the game. I, I, I'm going to be a cop out and just say tactics. Like I love spending hours and hours trying to make a tactic to then go into a game and, and it just doesn't work. And I go back to the drawing board and try again and again and again. And for me, it's a real refresh. Obviously, we've we've been playing on a similar sort of tactic set for a little while now. So to be able to go in and just have so much more to play with, um, I'm just spending so much time creating ridiculous tactics that don't really work. So um, I, I'd say it's the tactics, personally. Uh, just all, by, the, by the way, Kurt, sorry. Um, I remember last weekend you said to me that because I was on an unbeaten run, you were sort of writing it off because of the team that I was with. I'm still on that unbeaten run. So I'm just, oh, so just putting it out there. You've not loaded your save since last no, week. No, I haven't actually. No, I've only played okay. one game. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> he has loaded it. He's just reloaded it quite a few times as well. <laughs> um, that Steam integration. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily about the game and definitely not about you, but who's the most, who would you say is your unsung hero in your office? Honestly, we we couldn't even begin with that one. This year, the guys have worked ridiculously hard. I know some of the creators that were down last weekend obviously saw that there was a bunch of people in the office. We had the match engine lead was in there working. The um, the guy who basically redesigned the whole training module this year was in there. So many QA guys. The the team have worked, and they always do, they work ridiculously hard. The last last few months of crunch, they're more than happy to stay late. They Everyone loves the game in the office, so everyone works incredibly hard it wouldn't be fair to single anyone out really so from actually being there and seeing it that you can the the passion oozes from everyone because like speaking to the match engine lead was just an incredible experience just to just to hear his thoughts about how it should work and everything like that was just it, it just something I'd, i would never have had an opportunity to have done but it 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 was bonkers seeing people being in there before we got there and leaving around the time we left, they were there for at least 12 hours, which is just mental for a Saturday. And then people came back on the Sunday as well. It's like ridiculous commitment. I get crunch. I've, I've worked in development myself, but it's still bonkers to just, just keep on going like that. It needs to be commended. Yeah, while also giving us a, a right load of time. You absolutely. Know, that's what I thought was absolutely amazing is like, they were they were there and they were willing to to literally sit down and and some of the some of the chaps I was talking to sometimes were talking to them for close to an hour and then they'd go away and then I'd be talking to them to again for for another thirty minutes you know and they were there at, on on the weekend you know giving us that time so you know big shout out to the lads at SI because they really really were very very welcoming couldn't do enough couldn't do enough to help you know so I don't I can't remember, I can't. Oh, well, I lost I lost fingers to count how many times I was asked if I wanted a drink or whatever and didn't need to do that. You've got work to do, Sunshine. It's ridiculous. So Beta could have been out on Tuesday if it wasn't for you lot. <laughs> Curtie was the martyr and decided not to go, you know, because he wanted the Beta out early. Yeah. Mm. Wait. <laughs> oh, dearie me. But the the uh, the sort of one one of the big things I took away from speaking with Miles about it, whilst he was um, pulling beverages, it, he was saying that they want to make uh, you. He didn't feel like you made made an outstanding game for a while, and he said he was as close, or that FM nineteen was as close as he had been for a long time of making an outstanding game. So, 
uh, I think people in the community, I'll probably put myself in that bracket, have perhaps used the word complacency in the past or at least questioned it. And it couldn't be farther from the truth. From speaking with the with with all of the developers, all of the researchers, all of the the QA guys, uh, yourself and and Miles as well, it it really couldn't be further from the truth. It's constantly try striving to push and keep on pushing to to make this game better for us. Yeah, for the for the few hours that I've I've played it, it doesn't feel like a beta. It feels like you're playing the game straight out of the box. So that's the credit credit that you all deserve. I think I think it's interesting to note that that this year there was there was a, f- a few changes really to the to the studio. Obviously, it's been quite well reported that we've we've moved offices, and it doesn't seem like that would be too big of a difference. But it, I personally feel like it's made an enormous difference. We were previously on an office where we were uh, spread across three floors. We we're on the second, fifth, and sixth floor, and if I wanted to go chat to someone in the mobile team, I'd have to go from the sixth to the second floor and stuff like that. And it doesn't seem like much, but Going from that to now having this really amazing office that we have where we're all on the same floor, everyone's working together, everyone's involved. It's um, it's really, really helped the team massively. But also we made a, some changes to the, the way we worked through a cycle this year in that we basically had a spell, I think it was in, in June or July, where Mark Duffy, one of, one of the head guys, basically said, what we're going to do this year is we're just going to spend three weeks, forget about new features for a little while, and we're going to take every... Uh, every issue out of the game that we can as early as possible and then go back to the code in and kind of kind of build it a little bit differently i'm not going to have done it justice because i'm not as smart as those guys to be able to tell you exactly exactly how it all worked but they've changed this year so to hear that it doesn't feel like a beta is the highest praise they could take i'm sure we owe we owe mark duffy some we stream fm merch i will yeah we haven't forgotten (laughs) speaking about the office curtis what is your your favorite part of the current office is it the the new sports bar is it these meeting rooms so you got a bit more room to work or i feel like you're you're tricking me here dave because if i everyone knows i'm gonna say sports bar and then everyone's gonna be like he spends all day in the sports bar doesn't he he spends all day now i mean obviously (laughs) the whole office is amazing but i'm so lucky in that i can turn to the left and we've got this incredible sports bar with 120 inch projector pool table this sort of stuff which is also our kitchen where we have lunch. So, um, no, I mean, we're, we're all incredibly lucky to have the facilities we have. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a sports bar all day. Oh, it's 120 inch. We were trying to figure out what size it was on Saturday. Yeah, happy days. <laughs> I made that one up to be honest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So b- back onto the game then, Curtis. FM19, currently, obviously, I know that we've all only just got access to the beta within the last day or two. How many hours do you have in it as of right now? And in the varying builds, because I know it will have begun as probably a different animal than what we have today. Uh, but for the time that you've, you know, the time that you've been spending uh, sort of play testing and whatnot, how many hours would you say you have in the game, bearing in mind everyone else has just got their hands on it now? I mean, I, I, I've only played on Steam for a few weeks because we don't have Steam builds year round, but we have obviously other builds that we're working on that basically change every single day. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I've had the game on on one of my screens for a few months now, basically. And it's it's constantly, it, it's amazing really, because every day I turn the game on and then this is new, this is new, this is new. It's quite interesting to see it all be be built around you, but I, I couldn't give you a number to be honest. It's worth a shot, it's worth a shot. <laughs> Did, um, I, I saw you put on Twitter about choosing a save. 
obviously you can say I haven't yet if it's one you can't mention, but have you chosen one? <laughs> I have actually. My I I did I did start this in in alpha, um, but uh, I, I wanted like a short term save, and I've kind of followed my footballing idol Thierry Henry to Monaco. I yes. thought it's one you can do in two three seasons, and then then when the full game's out, I'll I'll give something else a go. You mean Bayer Leverkusen with Tom isn't your main safe? Uh, if I, I if I can spend the minimal time with Tom as possible, then I'm, I'm, I'm only kidding. I'm only joking. I'm only kidding. That's one of my questions. <laughs> to be fair, he he was a dictator with the mouse. He just he would he was relentless with it. He would not let go. Yeah, that's that's Tom. He was he was on a bad run of form. Then let me have the mouse, and I provided one of the greatest victories of the it, weekend. It was funny. Though. Funny that, wasn't it, Dave? As soon as anyone else got a chance to uh, to hold the mouse, we started winning. So wow. I'm not going to take the credit for it, but uh, Hope you listening, know. Tom. Hope you're listening. Yeah, he will be. Joe, have you got some questions? He, d- he doesn't want to ask them now, look. <laughs> <laughs> I've asked most of them. Start again, son. I think one of them was Davidson or Dave as a party. <laughs> oh. Can I choose neither? Oh, there you go. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Correct. dear me! I'm off, boy. See you later. <laughs> See you, Dave. Goodbye. Uh, but there was sort of one thing I you you sort of touched on it yourself earlier. It was about sort of your your history as a, a content creator. Is that something that you may look to go back to? Obviously, I'm not expecting you to sort of tell a short sort of career uh, career projections sort of ten years down the line. But is it something that you'd like to go back to at some point? I know you get a bit of a bit of that uh, itch scratched by what you do day to day, especially at the moment. But is it something that maybe you foresee in your future? I can't ever see myself going back to it full time. Absolutely not. I um, I did it full time for about three years and it got to a point where I was just craving human interaction. As amazing as it is to wake up, walk from your bed, go 12 foot into your office and just work all day. Like it's nice for a while I don't think I could go back to doing it. I'm I'm too ingrained into an office life now, but it's definitely something I I want to do for fun. I, I I can see myself making some FM content over the next few weeks if I have some free time at home. I I do enjoy making content and obviously it's it's something I I was very passionate about, but in a full-time capacity now, full-time capacity rather I can't can't see that. How often do you charge your phone up a day? Because I imagine that, that that drains itself dry quite quickly. I leave my phone charged in all day at the desk. Um, I, it, every every moment I get, if I'm if I'm on a train, especially at the moment, it's I, I'm looking at Twitter on my phone. I'm looking at Instagram on my phone. I'm looking through Facebook. I th- there's times where people don't get responses from me on WhatsApp for for two weeks because and and sorry, mum. But <laughs> FM, as soon as I have a moment, oh, we're, we're on the FM Twitters. We're, we're trying to give people support, give, yeah, anything really. So this time of year, it's, it's crazy. Um, and then the other one's a bit, what job other than your own would you like, would you like to attempt? Like to attempt? Well, that's a good one. Because obviously I'd, I'd like to go for something ridiculous like studio director of sports interactive. But, <laughs> but I, there's absolutely no way I could do that. What other job would I like to attempt? Callum Chambers. There must be a role or two there where you're like, do you know what? I, I, I'd like to do that. I'd like to. Thierry Henry's assistant manager. I mean that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it, just just being in the presence of Thierry Henry would would 
would do me. But no, I mean, I, look, I've, I've, I wouldn't be able to do anything outside the comms team in uh, in Sports Interactive because those guys, the, the people working on the game, they're they're absolutely next level. I, I, only, I don't know to be honest. I, I'm just focusing on what I'm doing at the moment and trying to do that the best I can. So, sorry, I can't really give you a good answer for that. Joe looks disappointed. Sorry. <laughs> not at all. Sorry. <laughs> not being funny. When, when you've got a great job, it's difficult to think about your future. That would be the answer I would have given. <clears throat> well, I, I was going to ask you something more FM related. Like, in sure. terms of sort of saves that you like to play yourself, is there a particular type of save that you like? Because you mentioned about getting into a save just then. Do you want? Do you like playing a journey? Do you like <laughs> staying with one club long term and, and or like building them up from nothing to something or... Or just sort of short, sharp saves where you're there for a couple of seasons and then start a new one? I typically never, ever start in the top division. This this Monaco save is like kind of unknown territory for me. I never really am able to buy the top players in any save I do because by the time I get to the point that I can buy them, they're all 35 years old. So uh, I used to be a, a start in the conference, work my way up, sort of Accrington Stanley sort of thing. But the last... Three or four FMs, I've just done Unemployed Journeyman from the go and kind of just seen wherever it's taken me. Do you start with no qualifications as well or do you... Oh, look I'm, at this, he does I'm it a properly no everything. Man. Yeah, I, I mean, FM 17, I did a, a Journeyman on YouTube. That I'm quite went, sure I watched some of that. Yeah, I uh, I was a little bit rounder in the face back then, but went about, went about 17, 18 years in, I think which for a YouTube save took far too much time. But uh, yeah, I do love a journey, man. Attribute masking, on or off? Uh, off. Ooh, correct answer. <laughs> for some, Bad. for some. We've got to, we've got to make do sure that like. we keep... Okay, <laughs> however you want to play it. <laughs> there he is. What was the first uh, Football Manager game that you started on playing because you are you are a younger one like the Azapardi, so yeah, I um I, I actually originally got into the game playing it with my dad because obviously yeah I'm I'm a little on the younger side so I started originally the first one I played with my dad was CMO 102, just I mean it's it's an absolute classic but I I played the game with my dad for quite a few years until till CM5 and that was when I kind of went off into my own one and I know that's a bit of a uh, Bit of a, a bit of a controversial one, old CM5, <laughs> um, and then from from then forth, obviously football manager all the way. But um, but yeah, early days. That's that's where I. I know we um, we discussed it again last weekend. But what would be your favourite version of such sort of at, at, like now, which is the version that sticks out in your mind the most? That was, that's the one I enjoyed the most. For a yes, save, that's a, that is an interesting game. one. Um, so obviously uh, it's it's cliche, but I always enjoy the last one the most because like there's there's always the, the most stuff to it. But in terms of save, I don't I'd honestly say the save I did, the save that I uploaded to YouTube, the Journeyman, might be my favorite because I feel like when you're creating content around a save, you you can't get complacent with it. I find when I have my own save, sometimes I'll be sat there watching the football and I'll get a little bit space bar happy and you you don't give as much attention to it whereas when you're making content on it you you are completely focused on it and that for me always makes a save better when you are giving it that that 100%. So I think probably the journeyman on FM17 for me. Do you feel that you sort of miss 
uh, the the content creation side in terms of like storying your saves like because I guess you don't really have the time to do it but then because I, I, I've made this sort of similar sort of revelation myself recently is that I actually really miss being able to just look back on the entire history of a save and without actually having footage like I've I've got sort of screenshots that I've taken from probably Football Manager 2010 up until <laughs> FM 13 and that's all I've got of those saves and they're they're you know, it's very fleeting glimpses into that history. Whereas if you've got it all in video form throughout the entire journey, I feel like actually having that as a, a store, like a, a chronicalization of what you've done. Um, but do you miss having sort of the, I guess the catalog of your achievements? Yeah. And it's really interesting as well, because I guess when, when you'd edit it back as well, you kind of relive the moments. Obviously I, I, I did some stream saves, but my YouTube saves were always the ones that, that really stuck with me. And I, I Definitely is the case. You have you can go back and watch it. You can see those those moments. But when you're editing a video, if there's a a highlight, if there's something that's really strong, you're gonna see that four or five times, and you're gonna relive it. Whereas you don't really get it when you're playing it live. So th- there's absolute bonuses to uh, to creating content. But yeah, thinking about it, it, if you were to ask me what my save was in FM12, I don't even think I could remember. It's disappointing. Yeah. Obviously, obviously didn't didn't. Uh, it's a long right time buttons. ago. A long time ago. A long time ago for you. <laughs> exactly. It's a bigger bigger percentage of my life. <laughs> we were young and free back then. Oh, dear. Uh, I think that was my Exeter save, FM. Or was it Exeter? No, maybe it was a journeyman. I can't really remember. See, I can't remember now either. Jesus. Anyway. Right. Okay. I don't think we've got any more questions for you. So you're, you are... And fortunately, no one asked you an answer, which could have been worse, because uh, it would have inevitably been miles would have been the answer, in which case you have to give us the question. Um, but you've you've managed to escape that one, fortunately, so we, we're not throwing you under the bus just yet. Um, the question would be, who's who the best is, boss? Yeah. Who is the best boss and the hardest working person I know would be Miles. The guy works incredibly hard to uh, to get the game out someone and... is definitely angling for a pay rise <laughs> i mean i'm doing the best yeah. i can guys all right i'm here at 9 p.m all right <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm, joking. I'm very glad that you used the word angling there because i think that's where curtis has learned his fisherman technique <laughs> baiting people out <laughs> oh perfect right okay um it's now time for most people's favorite part of the podcast see i've got it right now finally um so ready your questions prepare your excuses it's time for Curtis quiz Curtis quiz it used to be everyone's favorite part what happened we've done a poll oh we did a poll we finally did the poll and uh yeah you were off that week hmm okay right well anyway to commemorate Football Manager introducing the full Bundesliga license to the game. I thought we'd do a quiz on exactly that. Bundesliga. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Everyone's going to laugh with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we've all been brushing up on our German football knowledge in anticipation. Nine. Uh, nine. <laughs> That's one point <laughs> for Joe. Uh, right, one so question. usual rules will apply. As, as we have a guest, I'll go through them. Uh, so it's first to shout in your name gets the first opportunity to answer the question. If you get the question wrong, you're eliminated from the rest of that question and you are also subject to the 
minus one point rule, which we've uh, christened the Viking Dan rule because he got a lot of questions wrong when he. Can, can I just ask, Curti? Yes, you Are can. You're going to do the numbers in German? Oh. Uh, nine. <laughs> Is that, Does that, that mean a I'm number going to? Or or nine? Nine? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we have 10 questions. Uh, there's a tiebreaker if we need one. Um, everyone needs to answer uh, the question. So if uh, if five people get it wrong and you're the last man standing, you still need to provide an answer. Okay, so... Um, we'll start, as always, with question number one. Is everyone ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Good one, Dave. <laughs> well played. But, uh, <clears throat> uh, question number one. Since 2005... Bayern Munich have played their home matches at which stadium? Dave. Dave. Allianz Arena. Allianz Arena is correct, son. He's I've, celebrating. I've, I've been there three times in that time. How have I not got that answer? <laughs> That's shocking. The quiz Question. does things to people. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. Prior to 2005, which stadium did Bayern call home? And I'll give you a clue. It was the same stadium where England beat Germany 5-1. Oh. Someone Google it quick so we don't have to suffer. Jesse Owens <laughs> won four gold medals there. I see Matt's Joe. eyes darting around the screen. Joe. Is it the Munich Stadium? Mm, no. <sighs> That's not the official name. I thought that was it. Oh. I'm going... Oh, Go on. Nerd. Yes. Uh, the Olympic Stadium? It is the Olympic Stadium. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> Curtis says he sees Matt's eyes darting around. Matt comes in with the answer. <laughs> hey, under the hey, hey, all I've got is our Twitter page. I, I'll even do a screenshot if you want. No, no, no you close that one quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Trustworthy people. Hands free. Four and the Discord goes down. We've all got to have our hands up whilst the question's being asked. Question number three. Uh, which third division club did Bayern ground mm. share Dave. with? Dave. 1860 Munich or Munchen Lions or whatever you want to call them. 1860 Munich is I great. don't think they... I'm not sure if they ground share with them anymore. Yes, they do. They still do it. Yes, they I do. I know when they got they got uh, axed, I don't know if they had enough money. They spent a lot of rent on there as well. They do. Cheers, son. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. I feel like someone on the chase, you know, when they've got to verify their answer. That was <laughs> That's what it was. Continue. Question... Thanks, Dave. Question number four. <laughs> last, this is the last buying question, I promise. In 2013, Pep Guardiola took over as manager of Bayern, with seemingly the only way being down after they'd won the treble the season before. Who did he replace as manager? Joe? Joe. Was it Henkes? Henkes is correct. Damn it. Curtis, no. I, I didn't want to say it and lose a point. I wasn't sure. <laughs> As he said, the quiz does things to you. Question. Isn't it? Is, isn't it Heinkers as well? Isn't it? Not. You're, oh, you're but he's from Essex, yeah. so it's fine. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Question number Shut five. Up, boy. <laughs> Borussia Dortmund play their Bundesliga home games at Signal Iduna Park. Curtis. Curtis. Western Fallon Stadium. Surely not. Is minus one. Oh, we went never go in. Never go in too early, Curtis. Never. Oh, what an effort. The intimidating South Terrace oh. is better known to the footballing world by what Nerd. name? Nerd. 
the yellow wall. That's not the fair. Why did I do it? Every Someone week. else has finally succumbed to Curtie's <laughs> law. It's about 30 weeks to get used to that. <laughs> the early bait. And what Question. colour is the stairwell? <laughs> <laughs> Question number six. FC Schalke Zero Fear play in the Schalke district of which German city? Nerd. Teach. Ooh, that was close. I think Teach just edged I think that. I think I heard the T in Teach before the N in Nerd. Nerd. Gelsenkirchen. Gelsenkirchen is correct. I just thought that was an FM term, so I just didn't think about it. No, no, no. If you look at the emblem, they actually have a G in their emblem. I didn't notice it until I saw your thumbnail. Nerd. Well done, son. Question number seven. VfL Wolfsburg last won the Bundesliga in 2009 under the tutelage nerd. of what nerd? Steve McLaren? Surely not. He's only done it. He's only gone Steve? and done it. Steve? Wait, they, what? They won the Bundesliga? No. <laughs> they won the Bundesliga under the tutelage of one Felix McGath, oh. which British manager also managed Wolfsburg for seven months shortly after <laughs> McGath's triumph from rain. Get your glasses on, Dave. I, know. I, I don't know where they are. Uh, never mind. Question it's number eight. Which Zwei Bundesliga club are nicknamed the Billy Goats? Nerd. Nerd. Cone. Cone. Yeah. Or Cologne. Heinz oh, FC Cologne the, is correct. Got it on the badge. Wrong. Unlucky Dave. <laughs> I said the name wrong. Is it, it's, it's oh, it's yeah. <laughs> well done. I'm not swearing there, Dave. Yeah. It's so much. <laughs> it's so much more frustrating when you're involved in it. When you're sat at home, you can just shout it out, and you're like, "I know what's going on." But when you're here, it's my team. Pressure. Oh Pressure. man. Right. Question number nine. Nine. In 2002, Bayer Leverkusen earned the tag, the almost champions, or never Leverkusen due to coming incredibly close to winning domestic and European trophies. Leverkusen lost two of their last three matches in the Bundesliga to lose out on the title, getting pipped at the post by Borussia Dortmund. But which team did they lose to in that year's Champions Joe. League? Joe. Real Madrid? Real Madrid is correct. That goal. The Zidane I a, volley. I was only five. Oh, my God. <laughs> Question number ten. Which legendary German striker, nicknamed De Bomber, is the all-time top Bundesliga goalscorer? Dave. Joe. Dave. Closer. Minus one. Joe. Sorry. Joe. Gerd Müller. Gerd Müller is correct. Right. Any chances? Ten questions asked. Ten questions answered. I can tell you we do have a winner, but I will reveal. Uh, the scores in reverse order. In last place, with minus one point, damn it, is our very special guest, Mr. Curtis Morton. <laughs> well yes. <laughs> I knew it was the yellow wall. If I just held on. <laughs> in uh, joint third place, with one point apiece, is Mr. Dave as a party, and officially teach. Well done, gents. In second place, after a bad start with two points, is Mr. Friday Night FM. Well done, Joe. 
Wunderbar. And out on his own, the Bundesliga expert, four points, is Mr. Nerd Phonic. Well done, Matthew. Congratulations. Wunderbar. It, It has to be asked, Matthew. Was you going in with McLaren was the answer to yeah. the question Kurt was asking, or was you going in with he was the man to replace McGath? I was going. I was. I was. I know Kurt is game now, so I was going for the next question. I didn't. I couldn't have told you who who was the manager at the time. I just I knew it wasn't McLaren that, that won it because I knew he had an that absolute was, shocker and ended up getting sacked. If you did that, son, I mean, like that's inception levels of three dreams deep. Well played, son. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Now you've just said you've worked Kurt, yeah, he's going to screw you next week. He's going to just go for basics. <laughs> the answer will be Felix McGat next time. Yeah. Unfortunately, Kurt, he's not here next week, so uh, oh. I, I, hopefully he sleeps and then can incept once again. Uh, but that was a, a fantastic quiz, Kurt Dizzle. Congratulations. On point with the references as well. Enjoyed it very and much. And thank so. you for no song questions. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I was expecting Hasselhoff on everything. Anyway... <laughs> Right, uh, it's nearly time for us to go, but we'll get some quick plugs in before we we depart. Mr. Kurt Dizzle, where can people find you? Uh, Kurt FM, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Marvellous. Mr. Tobes, where can people find you? Officially teach everywhere. Fantastic. Uh, David? David Zapardi, Twitter, YouTube, David Zapardi FM, Twitch, Insta. Perfect. Uh, Joseph? Friday Night FM, everywhere I suppose now. Marvellous. <laughs> and Curtis, where can people find you? Uh, you can just follow me on Twitter, at Curtis Morton, or at Football Manager, I guess. It's more, there we more go. There. Brand that's, on that's, point. That's. Uh, and you can fi- follow me at Nerdphonic pretty much everywhere on the internet. Marvellous. Okay, that brings episode number 61 to a close. You can find the links for the Five Star Pod Twitter account, WeStreamFM Discord server, and each of us in the podcast description. The Five Star Potential podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most popular podcast apps and platforms, with a new podcast released every Monday at 8am. If you have enjoyed the pod, then please leave us a review on iTunes and drop us a follow on SoundCloud. This has been Five Star Potential, a WeStreamFM production, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you very much, Curtis, and Thanks thank you me. all, gentlemen. Say goodbye. Alfie Design. Cheers. I waved.